0: One can theorize that one of the major effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, in addition to the health crisis and economic turmoil it's caused, is the shift in our worldview and social upheaval. I don't think it would be far off to say that almost four months of self-quarantine, uncertainty, stress, and anxiety has really led to a lot of people to dwell more on their lives and the way we live and the world around us a sharpened focus towards the things that are really important. One of those important issues that is now receiving some long-overdue global attention is the Black Lives Matter movement and their fight for racial equality. One of their specific goals, to end police brutality and injustice against people of color. One of the ways they believe to achieve this goal is to defund the police. But of course, there are two sides to every argument. Today, Christina is speaking with Dr. Melina Abdullah, one of the co-founders of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles, about how the coronavirus has given way for this uprising and why they are calling for a defunding of the Los Angeles Police Department. Christina is also speaking with former LAPD detective Moses Castillo, who explained why he thinks defunding the police wouldn't be such a good idea. Here are those conversations.
1: Through the pandemic, if there's a silver lining... One of them is that we have employed mutual
2: aid and realized that we have to rely on each other. Dr. Melina Abdullah is a co-founder of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles and a powerful voice behind what has become a global revolution. This
1: uprising is about relying on each other. It's about stepping up for those who've had targets on their backs.
2: She says a coronavirus pandemic, which by the way, is very much still here, highlighted the inequities pervasive in virtually every part of our daily lives. And this week she sat before the LA City Council's Budget Committee and presented what's called the People's Budget LA to defund the Los Angeles Police Department. It was considered a pretty momentous move and occasion even to have that conversation yesterday from what I understand.
1: Absolutely, we haven't before been invited to give an official City Council presentation. Um, So it was um, very uh, it, it was a, a different approach.
2: It seems like real change is happening though not everyone is on board with some of those changes. More on that later. One change that did happen this week, LAPD Chief Moore told personnel his department spent 40 million dollars in overtime between the pandemic and the protest and that there simply wasn't enough money to pay that overtime. It would have to come in days off and overtime for certain task forces like the Human Trafficking Task Force would be stopped immediately. Those who believe the police should be defunded believe cutting overtime is a good thing. When
1: we went to go present the people's budget inside LA City Council, the person who ushered us upstairs and the person who took our temperature were both armed LAPD officers. So, cutting overtime means civilians can do that. And so, that's our hope is that the cut in LAPD overtime will go to jobs for people who actually have expertise in those areas. As we say defund the police, we're also saying reimagine public safety so when you talk about victims of human human trafficking um you know i think it's important to remember that there are people who are more qualified to attend to them right can we have care workers can we have social workers can we have those who are trained to engage and care care for them?
3: Well, the doctor mentioned that uh, you know, maybe uh, there are more people suited for that such as uh, case workers or social workers But I'll tell you what, no caseworker or social workers can enter the street without the protection of any law enforcement officer.
2: That is Moses Castillo, a former LAPD detective with 30 years on the force.
3: Sex trafficking is a crime, and a social worker or a caseworker, they don't have police officer uh, arrest powers to conduct arrests or, uh, you know, uh, conduct very thorough investigations. Uh, To that point, we do work hand in hand with some mental health professionals in our units. Uh, for instance, our mental evaluation unit, we have a, a mental health worker assigned to a police officer who responds to a situation once uh, it's deemed to be a code for where everything is, you know, no more no more uh, harm or risks are at play.
2: Yeah, there's a sentiment from a rep for the police union who responded to the People's Budget of L.A., asking who then will respond to the thousands of rapes, assaults, murders and shootings at the People's Budget L.A is enacted and the majority of LAPD's 10,000 officers are let go. Castillo said we've been in a budget crunch before like this where overtime was canceled in a sense. Back, back in 1992 in the LA riots of
3: 1992, same thing happened where we were forced to take some time versus cash. But it's unfortunate because these officers uh, worked hard day in, day out. Uh, a lot longer than we did in 1992. But it's
2: never quite come to a point like this, where the call to defund police has gained this much traction.
3: What people don't realize is that, yeah, they're going to get compensated by giving them time and a half. These officers are going to be taking some time off, which takes them away from providing services to the communities that we serve in investigations and Proactive law enforcement.
2: Many law enforcement officers who are strongly condemning the killing of George Floyd say they feel like they're facing an impossible situation, vilified for wearing the badge, despite the fact they say they join the force to help people.
3: Los Angeles have the highest uh, uh, level of police service anywhere in the country. And uh, a lot of officers here uh, feel that yes, we are against racism and yes, we are against police brutality but let us do our job and show us some support.
2: It is not clear what the future of policing looks like, not at this point anyway, but the push to reallocate police funds doesn't seem like it's going away. I asked Abdullah about the resurgence of certain ideas like defunding police and the resurgence of Black Lives Matter, which was founded in 2013.
1: When we were birthed, you know, the intention was not to get into the history books. The intention was to stand up for Black life, the intention was to intervene in the ways that police violence, state-sanctioned violence, white supremacist violence kills Black people. Um, And then, of course, in 2014, 2015, Black Lives Matter did become a global movement and was recognized. I don't think we could have anticipated this degree of resurgence, that so many folks would be engaged and in the streets and actually echoing a demand that we've been for years now to defund the police.
0: What do you think? Let us know on social media. We're at KTLA Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And Christina is at Christina KTLA on Twitter and at Christina Pascucci on Instagram. Don't forget, you can find all our episodes on our website, ktla.com slash coronavirus And you can be the first to hear new episodes every Friday by subscribing on your favorite podcast app. For the latest coronavirus headlines anytime, visit ktla.com or get the free KTLA News app. We'll be back with a new episode next week. Thanks for listening.